Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. This is week number 11 of our Home Management Systems Summer Series. And throughout this series, we have been creating systems for three different rooms in our home. We started with the kitchen, then we went to the bathrooms, and now we are working our way through the bedrooms. And on today's episode, I am sharing with you 20 awesome systems to help keep your kids bedroom organized. Now, I know that sounds like a lot. Don't get overwhelmed. But as I was planning this episode, I went into my kid's bedroom and I just took a look around and I realized how many systems I actually have for my kid's bedroom. We have a system for everything. So what is a system? That sounds a little overwhelming. Well, a system is simply a set of steps or a process to complete a task or a routine. So as I was standing there in my kids' bedroom, specifically my boys' bedroom, because they're still little and they're still a little bit more dependent on me than my teenage daughter. But as I was standing in their bedroom, I was looking around at all of the things that take place in their bedroom. And I realized, wow, over the years since they were little, we have created systems that happen in their bedroom. So I'm gonna share with you what these are that I have created in my bedroom. And I just, I wanted to inspire you that you can create systems in all the different rooms of your home so that task and procedures and processes happen a lot smoother and without chaos. I was talking with a client recent recently and she said, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, they told me that they have a system for when they come home from traveling and they go ahead and unpack their clothes. They have a system for that. And it was a revelation to her. And so what I want to do is simply inspire you that you can create a procedure and using the word procedure just sounds a little um, less casual, a little less friendly. It sounds very sterile. But when we say systems, we get it. We, we, we know that we need a system to follow. So basically, you're following procedures. And friend, let me just remind you that you are a manager. You are the manager of your house business. <laughs> you are in the business of running a household. And I want you to step into that role of manager and know that you can get your act together. I I remember when my kids were little and I kept saying, I need to get my act together. I got to get it together. And I don't know when it happened, but I feel like I finally got it together. And it it took a while. It took me breaking down each one of these tasks and these responsibilities that I have in my home and creating a systematic approach to it. So that's what I want to do here on throughout this series is I want to inspire you to look at every task that happens in your home in a systematic way. And if you want some guides that helps you break down these different tasks in your house in a systematic way, make sure you head on over to the shop at habitsandhome.com shop or click the link below and check out the workbooks that I have for you that will help guide you through creating systems for different tasks, different rooms in your house. 
All right, let's dive into what these 20 awesome systems are for our kids' bedroom. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Now, before I get started, I want to let you know that this is very robust. I am sharing with you 20 systems that I have created throughout the years. I do not expect you to do this all at once. So don't get overwhelmed. Just let this inspire you and help you realize what you're able to achieve. And don't worry, you don't have to take notes. Just click on the blog post on the link below in the show notes and you can reference back to what each one of these 20 awesome systems are. And I'm gonna give you just a little example, but I don't want this episode to be too long and too overwhelming. Okay, so system number one for your kid's bedroom is a wake up system, a wake up system for the morning. What does that process look like? What are the three things that you want your kids to do in the morning? System number two is picking out their clothes for school. What is your process? What is your system for that? Is it at night? Where do they lay them? How do they lay them out? What are the conversations that need to be had? How do you deal with tough or difficult conversations around your kids' clothes? There needs to be a system and a process for that. System number three, toy organization system. I know that that is a big one that a lot of moms want help with because they just don't know how to keep their kids' toys organized. It involves a lot of decluttering and a lot of downsizing for your kids because they're probably overwhelmed and you are expecting them to keep it organized, but you have maxed out their capacity. So there needs to be a system, a toy system, toy organization system, but a part of that system is getting rid of a lot of the things that they have. All right, system number four is your kid's laundry organization system. Now, I did share with you a laundry organization or a laundry system 2 weeks ago, 2 episodes ago, and I have a workbook for that for creating a laundry system. So, specifically for your kids, what is the system for collecting their clothes, for washing their clothes, for putting away their clothes? for taking care of their clothes. You need to have a system for that so you don't feel overwhelmed and you can create independent kids. That's what we really need. We don't want our adult children to be dependent on us for the rest of their life. They need to learn some systems for their own laundry. System number five goes along with clothes is dress up clothes. If your kids are still little, I loved it when my kids were little and they just walked around in dress up clothes 
all day long. I miss those days, but you need to have a system for that. What does it look like? Does it look like hanging it up in the closet? Does that work? Do you have the type of kids that will actually go hang up their dress up clothes? Or do you need just a rollaway bin underneath their bed? That's, that's what we do. We have a tote that fits right under my son's bed and it has his dress up clothes in it. System number six is a system for school book bags. Okay, what does that look like after they come home from school? Where do they hang up their book bags? Where do they place them? How do they get their stuff out of their book bag and where do they lay it? If you have clutter all over your kitchen counters or all over their bedroom floor, all over their dressers, they have nowhere that feels comfortable to pull out their school stuff and to lay out. It feels so chaotic and you end up losing things. So you need to think through what is a good system for their book bags. System number seven is a system for electronics and devices in the kid's bedroom. What does that look like? What are the procedures? What are the policies? <laughs> and what is the system for that? Do Are they allowed to have devices and electronics in their bedroom? At what age do you want them to do that? It's thinking ahead and it's being intentional about your actions and your kids' actions in their bedroom. Number eight is the kids' sports equipment organization system. If your kids are involved in sports or any extracurricular activities, where is the best place for them to keep their sports equipment that keeps it and maintains organization. You don't want it everywhere, especially when you're getting ready to go to practices and your kids are looking for their different pieces. You need a system for that. Number nine, your sentimental items, your kids' sentimental items. How are you going to organize that? What is the system for vetting something to make it into the sentimental box. Do you even have a box for their sentimental items? A lot of the students that I work with, they will, as we declutter and go through their different closets and their kids' rooms, they will create stacks of sentimental items. And, I'm, and I ask them, I say, okay, go put that in the sentimental box. And they're like, we don't have, I don't have a sentimental box. And so I help them to get themselves organized to create a sentimental box. So you need an, a system for your sentimental items from your kids. Number 10 is kids' books. What's the system for kids' books? Where do they keep them? When do they get them out? How, how long do you want them to stay out? Do you have different places around the house for kids' books? What is your library process? What is your library book system? Do you have a library basket? We have a library basket that I keep our library books in beside my kids beside my kids bed and I have a process of or a system for when I tuck them in at night about once a week I will go through their books and I'll say are you done with this one are you done with this one are you done with this one and they say yes I put it in the library basket and then we put it in the car and we take it back to the library and check out new books number 11 is a system for kids artwork what is the process? What is the procedures for kids' artwork? We can't save everything. So 
What is your system for that? Are you going to display it for a short amount of time? Are you going to have an art book that you ask your kids to draw in so that it all stays nice and neat and secure? Do you have an art portfolio that things that they want to hold on to or childhood artwork you want to hold on to? What is your system for that? Think through the process. Think through the steps. Number 12 is your kids' collections, like their little shells and their little rocks and my son's old fetish with beer bottle tops. (laughs) I don't know why he saved them for a little while, but what is the system for allowing them to bring those things in and teaching them, okay, this is where those items belong in your special treasure box. You need a system for that. Number 13, a system for toys that the kids have outgrown. Oh, that's a good one. Have you thought about what is your system for that? What are the steps? What are the procedures? When a kid outgrows his toys, what, what happens? What happens with those toys? What are the conversations that happen? Be intentional with those conversations and get your kids used to purging things and letting things go so that when they become adults, they're not, it's not hard for them to let go. They're already used to this because you've trained them that they're okay with letting things go that they're no longer using. Number 14, a system for special sleeping arrangements. And what do I mean by this? Well, our system for special sleeping arrangements, um, a couple of different systems we have. One system is Um, on the weekends, on Friday and Saturday nights, the system is that my boys get to sleep on the couch downstairs and not in their bedroom. And then when they have friends come over, we have two mattresses, which I'll put on the blog post and show you where we keep them and where we store them. We have two mattresses underneath one of my son's beds that they can pull out and have available for their friends when they come over. So that's what I mean as far as thinking ahead, being intentional, creating memory, special memories with your kids, and thinking through these processes of, or these systems for special sleeping arrangements. Number 15 is what is your system, what is your procedure for when kids are scared at night? Do you have a go-to song that you sing? Or do you allow yourself to go in their bedroom for five minutes to rub their back? What is your system? What is your process for that? Why we create systems is so that it provides safety and security for our kids. They know what to expect. It's not a bunch of randomness all of the time. Randomness breeds chaos and frustration and stress. Number 16 is what is your system for discipline and consequences and rewards? Have you thought about that? If your child needs some correction, are you, have you thought about what the, the steps are going to be, what the system's going to be as far as to correct him? When your child does something good, what is your system for that? Are you good at giving affirmations? Does he need a sticker? a sticker chart. What is your system for rewarding good behavior and disciplining not so good behavior? Number 17, a chore system. Do you have expectations for your kids to complete chores? And like I said, randomness breeds chaos. 
it you can't just like all of a sudden one day say you're responsible for all these chores. You start little by little working them working them into these responsibilities and these tasks. You need a system for introducing chores to your kids. You need a system for teaching your kids the how to do these chores. You can't just say go clean your room without really showing them what you expect from them. And that's something I'm coaching a lot of my students from through is when they want their kids to go reset their bedroom, they can't just yell from the kitchen, hey, go clean your bedroom. No. And at, at first, I always say it's a I do, we do, you do step. And that's a part of my system for teaching anything to my kids. I will do it first and show you what I expect. We're going to do it together for a long time. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you have lots of success. And then I'm slowly going to wean myself off from you needing needing my help. And you're going to do it now. So that I do, we do, you do system will really work for chores. Number 18 is room time system. Okay, what do I mean by room time? I started this when they were babies. Babies. So if y'all have little ones, I highly recommend starting this when they're very, very little. Getting them used to being alone in their room. They're safe. They're secure. They're okay. Letting them play in their crib. Letting them play with toys in their playpen, in their crib. And then moving them from, okay, they're a little bit older. Now they can be on a blanket on the floor. Okay, now they can be in their room by themselves. Now with maybe a baby gate up. And I really recommend getting one of those clocks that actually shows like the red of the clock as it's, and I'll put this on the blog post too, as it's like decreasing and once the red is all gone, the, the child can come out of the room. The system for that is you start with one minute and you get them used to one minute for like a week and then you gradually bump it up to five minutes and so on and so on. So that is the system, that is the process of giving your kid room time. Now, if they're a little bit older, they can handle that a little bit easier, okay? So if you've never given, told your kid to go have some alone time in their room, you need a system for training them to do that. Number 19 is a bedtime system. And some people will call this the bedtime routine, but I'm going to call it the bedtime system. What is the system? What are the three things, the three bare essentials that you want your child to do when it's bedtime? Are you tucking them in at night? Are you saying prayers? I am a softie. And so if I tuck my kids, especially my boys, in at night, I will be up there for like an hour. I am just mushy, mushy, mushy when it comes to bedtime. And there are times during the week that I will allow that to happen, but it can't happen all of the time because I won't be able to get anything done or have any alone time to myself. So what our system is, my husband is typically the one that will tuck our boys in at night. I kiss them goodnight when they're downstairs and then they take their laundry upstairs because I folded it or my husband has folded it. And the, the system is, or the process is, they go upstairs and my husband will, he used to read to them, but now they're independent readers. 
hallelujah, and they love to read. And he will tuck them in at night and pray over them. And he is quick to leave the room because that is our system. <laughs> All right, number 19 was bedroom systems. And the last one is a bedroom reset system. And like I said, this is very similar to what I said in the chore system is instead of yelling to your kids, hey, go clean your room, breaking it down with the I do, we do, you do process. That is a, a good system. And what do you actually want your kids to be able to reset in their room? It can't be too overwhelming. It has to be quick, especially before bedtime. It has to be quick. We do a quick three to five minute reset in their bedroom. And when you do that every night with them, it becomes a good habit for them. And it also becomes a lot easier because you're doing it consecutively and you're not allowing things to build up and get really cluttered. All right, friends, that is the 20 awesome systems for your kid's bedroom to help keep them organized. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you need a little extra help, decluttering your home and systemizing it so that you can actually create good habits in your home without stress and overwhelm, do yourself a favor and don't waste any more time. Let's work together to declutter your space, downsize it to what's within your capacity to manage it. You can click the link below to schedule a free consultation to explore the opportunity of coaching with me. All right, friends, I will see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.